April, your host of Teachable Moments with April podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Happy listening. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I seek your counsel. Help me discern as nothing escapes your sight. Guide me, Lord, and give me a healthy spirit, a clear eye, and wisdom. Help me identify any presence of the enemy, trying to tempt me or trap me into the sin of pride or vanity. Set me free of my flesh so that I may see with the eyes of Christ. Let me identify the spirit behind any choices I must make. May your Holy Spirit fill me and take control so that I only need to walk in obedience. For you alone are holy. You are my sovereign Lord, and all my decisions must glorify you. In your beloved Son, Jesus Christ's sweet name, amen. is Spiritual Saturday Afternoons. For this episode, we're going to explore the topic of angels. In the last episode, we talked about the Nephilim, who they were and what they were. Were they even real? So after we did that, I really started to think. So I went back to my reference uh, book, which is called The Aid to Bible Understanding, and I looked underneath angels. So I'm going to share with you some of the information that I got about the topic of angels. Both the Hebrew and the Greek words literally mean, for angels, means messenger. From the first book of the Bible to the last, these words occur nearly 400 times. When spirit messengers are indicated, the words are translated into angels. But if the reference is to human creatures, the rendering is messengers. So then they give Genesis 16:7, Genesis 32:3, um, Revelation 22:8. And it goes on to say, of course, the highly symbolic book of Revelations is an exception where certain references to angels may indicate human creatures. Okay. Angels are sometimes termed spirits. That which is spirit is invisible and powerful. Thus we read, a spirit came out and stood before Jehovah. Then they give another example. He makes his angel angel spirits then it goes on to give another quotation are they not all spirits for public service and these particular ones were from first kings 22 21 hebrews 1 7 and 14 psalms 104 and 4 now then it goes on to say that they have as we already know i'm thinking we all know they have invisible spiritual bodies and they make their abode in the heavens So then this is when it gets to that part where we, um, that area we talked about in the last episode about the whole, um, in the days of Noah and then the great flood and what happened to the Nephilim. Okay, here we go. This is not being creatures that marry and reproduce. 
their own kind, the angels were individually created by Jehovah through his firstborn son, the beginning of the creation by God. Okay, that's in quotations. And then it says Matthew 22, 30 and Revelations 3, 4. By means of, of him, meaning this firstborn son, also referred to as the word, all other things were created God, were created in the heavens, the things invisible. Also, he is before all other things, and by means of him, all other things were made to exist. And this is also at Colossians 1.15, um, 16 and 17, and John 1, verses 1 through 3. The angels were created long before man's appearance, for with the founding of the earth, the morning stars joyfully cried out together, and all the sons of God began shouting in applause. And that's from Job 38, verses 4 and 7. As for the number of the angelic hosts of heaven, Daniel said he saw a thousand and thousands that kept ministering to God, and ten thousand times ten thousand that kept standing right before him, which is found in Daniel 7:10, Hebrews 12:22, and Jude 14. going to talk about angels and their order and their rank okay it says as with the visible creation so also in the invisible realm there is order and rank among the angels the foremost angel both in power and authority is Michael the archangel this is found in Daniel 10 13 verse 21 and Daniel 12 1 and Jude 9 and also again in Revelations 12 7 Okay, because of his preeminence and due to be the great prince who is standing in behalf of the sons of God's people, he is presumed to be the angel that led Israel through the wilderness. And that's found in Exodus, that account at Exodus 23, um, verses 20 through 23. Ranking very high among the angels in privileges and honor are the seraphs. And those accounts are at Isaiah 6, uh, 2, verse 6, uh, 6 as well. So Isaiah 6, verse 2, and 6. More frequently, some 90 times, the scriptures mention the cherubs. And from the description of their duties and responsibility, is it apparent they too hold a very special position among the angels. Then there is the great body of angelic messengers, who serve as a means of communication between God and man. However, they do more than simply relay messages. As agents and deputies of the Most High God, they do it as to do it uh, protection and deliverance of God's people. So they are active, uh, responsible executioners of the divine purpose, uh, protection and deliverance of God's people, and also the destruction of the wicked. And one of the accounts is at Genesis 19, verses 1 through 26. So the next 
next area we're going to look at in regards to angels are the, the, the topic of personality. Do they have their own personalities? Some may deny distinct personality of individual angels, claiming they are impersonal forms of energy dispatched to accomplish the will of God, but the Bible teaches otherwise. Individual names imply individuality. The fact that two of their names, Michael and Gabriel, are given sufficiently establish the point. And then they give reference to Daniel 12.1 and Luke 1.26. Now, this might be what I'm going to say now may contradict with other people um, and their beliefs about angels and the names. It says here, the lack of more names was a safeguard, a lack of. So I know a lot of people believe in guardian angels and they have names for those angels. In this particular biblical reference book that I have, they said the lack of more um, names was a safeguard against giving undue honor and worship to these creatures. They were dispatched by God as agents to act in his name not in their own name. So this I know will go against a lot of people who believe that they, you know, believe in guardian angels and have names for those guardian angels. This particular reference says that there are none other than Michael and Gabriel. There are no other names according to this particular reference. Okay. Um, So it goes on to say, hence when Jacob asked the angel's name, he refused to give it. This account is found at Genesis um, 32, 30, uh, 29, I'm sorry, Genesis 32, 29. The angel that approached Joshua, okay, oh, hold on, let me get it right. He refused to, uh, yeah, that approached Joshua when asked to identify himself, replied only that he was the prince of the army of Jehovah. This is found at Joshua 5, 14. The reason why this is, is because all praise goes to Jehovah. Worship goes to Jehovah. They don't want to take away from that because that's their position. They play their position very well. So they don't want people to start to worship them. Now, this is found at, to, to confirm this is found, the Apostle John attempted to worship angels and was twice rebuked by the angels Be careful. Do not do that. Worship God. And it's found in Revelations 19.10 and Revelation 22, verses 8 and 9. So it is not, in my opinion, is to diminish their part. But it can easily, people, us being imperfect human beings, a lot of times it's very easy for us to stray and then we start worshiping them. But in this account right here with the Apostle John, the angels told him, be careful. Okay, don't do that. Focus. Worship God. Then it goes on to say, as personalities, angels have the power to communicate with one another. And there's an account at 1 Corinthians 13.1. The ability to talk various languages of, of men. This is found in Numbers 22, verses 32 through 35. It's found at Daniel 4, 33, and also at Acts 10, verses 3 through 7. The thinking ability with which to glorify and praise God. They also uh, obviously uh, have that, okay? And that's found at Psalms 148, 2, and Luke 2, 13. It is true that angels are sexless, 
Be, okay, this is where we're going to get in. Sexless because Jehovah made them so, not because they are simple, okay, and in personal forces. So this is not to diminish them. They have great value. Angels are generally represented as males, and when materializing, it was always in the male form because God and his son are spoken of as males, okay? However, when certain... Okay, this is when we're going to get into the, you know, the the Nephilim uh, territory, okay? However, when certain materialized angels indulge in the pleasure of sex in the days of Noah, okay, they were expelled from Jehovah's heavenly courts, okay? Okay, and this is a way of showing us beyond a shadow of a doubt. Here was a display of angelic individuality, even though it was entirely wrong, but yeah, entirely wrong. Okay, heavenly courts. Uh, For like humankind, they too have free, they are free moral agents with the power of personal choice between what is right and what is wrong. So then they give the scriptures to confirm that at Genesis 6, 2 and 4 and 2 Peter 2, 4. They also give reference to, of course, as we know, by personal choice, hordes of angels that join Satan in the rebellion. And that's at Revelations 12, verses 7 through 9 and Matthew 25, 41. to break in and look up something else that has to do with what we're talking about revolving around the Nephilim and the flood and um and the days of Noah before I continue our conversation about angels their powers and their privileges if I can it says uh continued opposition to God by his challenge of God and his charging God's servants with lack of integrity Satan lived up to his title devil which means accuser and slanderer, which title he deserved for having slandered Jehovah God in the very Garden of Eden. That's pretty bold. I think that's pretty bold. Um, So then it goes on to say, joined by other wicked demons. Before the flood of Noah's day, it appears that other angels of God left their proper habitation in the heavens, leaving their station and their job and what they've been deemed to do you know in the army of jehovah and and their assigned positions there and materializing in human bodies so that was something else that was brought up they took on human there was some did they take over bodies there those those two sources i think it was a biblical archaeology and um got questions they were unsure so here it says that they obviously Okay, confirming it even more than we've already seen, um, took over or materialized in human bodies and came to dwell on earth, marrying, you know, human women and producing offspring, which was the Nephilim. Okay. Then it goes on to say, these angels, having left God's service, came under the control of Satan. Hence, Satan is called the ruler of the demons. And in one instance, when Jesus expelled demons from a man, the Pharisees accused him of of, uh, doing so by the power of Satan. So if he's Satan, how's he 
doing it through pastor. Okay, the ruler of the demons. So I'm. I just wanted to point that out to to further the point that they did materialize in in human bodies because in their natural form they can't do that. They are not. They're not capable of doing so. Okay, so now we're gonna go on back to angels and their powers and their privileges since god created man a little lower than angels and this is found at hebrew uh, 2 7 it follows that angels have a greater mental capacity than man they are superhuman in power too bless jehovah O you angels of his mighty in power carrying out his word Angelic knowledge and power were displayed when two angels brought flaming destruction upon Sodom and Gomorrah. A single angel angel killed 185,000 of the Assyrian army. And then the accounts that you can find this at is Psalms 103, 20, Genesis 19, 13, and 24, and 2 Kings 19, 35. Then it goes on to say that angels, too, can travel at tremendous speeds, far exceeding the limits of the physical world. Thus, when Daniel was praying, God dispatched an angel to answer his prayer, and the angel arrived within moments, even before Daniel could finish the prayer. (laughs) And this is found at Daniel 9, 20-23. It also I'll go on to say about angels, but for all their higher mental and spiritual powers, angels are limited in many respects. They did not know the day and hour when this system of things would be swept away, Jesus said. At Matthew 24, 36, they have a keen interest in the over the outworkings of Jehovah's purposes. Yet there are some things they do not understand. Now that's something that I didn't know, and me reading it now, because I assumed they would know. Uh, well, I guess it does make sense in a way. Let me think about this for a second. But you would think that they'd be privy to a lot of what he does know. But yeah, that is a bit of a surprise to me. Yeah. You do. But I kind of felt that way, not necessarily about the apostles, but I did, I I talk about this quite often with Miss Mary about how, I don't know, I just would think that the apostles would have been, they were imperfect beings. I have to remember that. I'm imperfect and they were imperfect, but there were a lot of things that I thought that they should have done that they didn't do. And because of the fact that they were so close with Jesus while he was in his human form obviously on earth and they just did things that I just I just didn't think they should have done but that's that's where lies the imperfection you know and even though they were uh imperfect they were in fact followers of Jesus so that just that just says a lot okay they rejoice at the repentance of a sinner and they watch the theatrical spectacle furnished by Christians here on the world stage of public activity. I'm sure we're giving them a show, aren't we? Well, sometimes that's good and a lot of times that's not so good. They also observe the proper example of Christian women who wear a sign of authority upon their heads. And this is found at Luke 15:10 and 1 Corinthians 4:9 and 1 Corinthians 11:10. As Jehovah's ministers, 
the angels have enjoyed many privileges during the eons of passing time. They say angels ministered on behalf of Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, Isaiah, Daniel, Zechariah, Peter, Paul, and John, to mention just a few. Their messages contribute toward the writing of the Bible. I would imagine so. In Revelations, angels are mentioned far more times than in any other Bible book. Innumerable angels were seen around the great throne of Jehovah. Seven blew the seven trumpets, while another seven poured out the seven bowls of God's anger. I just got a chill from reading that. An angel flying in mid-heaven had everlasting good news, but another proclaimed, Babylon the Great has fallen. just listening to Teachable Moments with April podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We also encourage you to join the Teachable Moments with April podcast family by becoming a paid subscriber. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.